0: De Rennie, the founder and the president of Sanction Love Ministries. The purpose of these podcasts is to bring the heartbeat of Jesus's ratifying love to you through the teachings, interviews, current topics, and much more. We plan to cover deep and sensitive topics to create a hunger to know the lover of our souls, who He is in us and who we are in Him. So sit back and incline the ear of your heart to the pursuit of the pursuer himself.
1: Hi, my name is Marcy. I'm with Sanction Love and we are glad you are joining us today. Uh, I'm excited about our guest. Um, First of all, because he's just a great guy, um, but I'm going to give you his official um, introduction. And this is Jeff Woodwick, and he is president of Klamath County's Right to Life, which is a chapter of Oregon Right to Life. He also serves on the board. Uh, second, He is the second congressional district representative on the Oregon Board of Right to Life. So he comes with, uh, gosh, how many years have you served on the board, Jeff?
2: I know it's approaching ten or just over ten, I think.
1: Okay, and you had mentioned to me also that you've listened to hundreds of hours of really um, amazing testimonies and uh, from professionals and clergymen and yes. and politicians um, around this topic. So. I really value what he brings to this conversation, and mostly because I know Jeff loves Jesus, and he's a good friend. So um, I would just like to introduce him right now, Jeff.
2: Oh, Thank you. <laughs> thank you for asking me to come yes. and discuss the topic.
1: Yes, it's my
2: pleasure. So I just wanted to start the conversation, because we're going to touch on the issues of life. I wanted to touch on the issue of grace. and begin with grace because I know that statistically roughly half of our society has had former loose participation in abortion and I wanted to make it clear from the beginning as a pro-life person I don't judge anybody for that Um, it's not my role it's not my position and I don't think it gets us anywhere and so I think I think largely people are victim of a large societal lie. And they believe something that essentially isn't true. Mm -hmm. And I don't fault people for being deceived by the enemy, Mm -hmm. essentially. And I don't judge them for that. But at the same time, we still need to talk about this issue because we're all former fetuses.
1: Yes, and um, I know that I, I would just mention here too, some of you saw um, Sanction Love posted a video um, of a Right to Life um, gathering that we had on the courthouse steps. So some of you may have seen my testimony in that area. So I feel strongly about the grace part, uh, and I'm glad Jeff agreed that we needed to bring this up. Um, you know, I received the grace, great grace around that as um, uh, my mother was in a forced situation of have an abortion and um was given great grace to make a choice on her own and she said no I'm changing my mind when she was actually on the table so um I love that and that's really anyway I'm glad we brought that piece up
2: that act was heroic it was she and I meant you tell you it brought a tear to my eye Oh,
1: I love that. I love it. It brings (laughs) tears to my eye. It makes me just love my mom even more and more so um, that she made that that choice. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. So, um, with that, um, Jeff, I, you know, I want to talk about the cultural effects, the, uh, political effects. Our country has just been really, um, as we all know, in quite turmoil, um, and there's a lot of spiritual um, undercurrents that have made things very difficult. Uh, Christians are coming under a lot of fire. Um, And I think that if we could take a moment to look at the whole abortion topic and how it is affecting just that choosing life, is affecting our country yeah. overall. Could
2: you do that? Well, on a broad scope, um, we have close to 62 million people missing who would otherwise wow. be here. And I've seen that um, categorized as a number of state populations and what that would look like if 62 yeah. million people were missing in terms of states. Mm-hmm. It's tough, it's, it's a large <laughs> cross-section of the country. And so it's a big issue. It affects the country on the whole. It affects our economics. Um, a healthy economy should have at least uh, 2.0 in birth rate uh, per, per married couple or per couple. And that's just to sustain healthy numbers and not grow. And a, a society needs to grow. And it, there's. Really unaccounted for benefits in a society that has a healthy birth rate.
1: So you mentioned I—I I just that's that figure you first gave. It's mind-boggling, sixty-two million. Yes. That's from what? What date is that from? How many years?
2: That, is that? statistic dates back to when they made abortions legal in okay. nineteen seventy-three.
1: From seventy-three forward, to now. and that's
2: wow. just the U.S. Right. That's not an international figure. Okay. There are calcul or. Uh, web pages that show the total numbers worldwide mm-hmm. but um, America should be leading on this human rights issue and not following mm-hmm. because we led certainly on uh, a number of other moral issues like slavery mm-hmm. and it would be mm-hmm. nice to see America lead again on a human rights issue that means something.
1: I love that you're calling it a human rights issue. It is. And that is something we often are, it's not categorized as that. Um, so I'm just underlining that. I like it. Amen. I like it. So, yeah, how about more on that? Because you've mentioned some other things to me, too, how you
2: Well, affected us, Well, if our society gets too involved in in the vice of abortion, essentially it, it eviscerates our birth numbers, which can have uh, long-reaching economic ramifications to things like the solvency of Medicare, solvency of Medicaid, uh, Social Security, the overall growth of our economy is pinned to how many people need houses and cars and and things like that. And so I think we're losing more than we bargained for when we engage in this. Mm -hmm. It it forces us to have to import people to fill jobs, really. Uh And it a healthy nation wouldn't have to do that, and uh, so I think it's, it has impact on all sorts of issues that we don't fully account for, including economics. The burdens people carry around in their personal lives from day to day, there's no way of accounting for how much that affects our society.
1: So you have also heard some really good things from some professional um, people about that, about the burdens that um, are carried. So could you go into that just a little bit more?
2: Yes, yeah, statistically, a woman who's had an abortion, um, and this isn't opinion, it's statistics, they're more likely to be engaged in um, dangerous activity, um, self-harm, even suicide, substance abuse. And it would stand to reason that they're sort of out of sorts. They're really struggling with what they've done and the intimacy of that. Mm -hmm. And it it affects women for a number of years. There is healing after that, but they need to find the healing in some place where they can find, Mm -hmm. where they can forgive themselves mainly.
1: And that's so true. I know I, we all, I'm sure we all know people who have um, had an abortion, um, or even contemplated it, even that can, can mess up your mind and your thinking for a while, but, um, and what, and have seen what they've gone through after the process. Uh, you just, as much as we like, or our society would say, it's the right thing to do when you kept uh, a child from being in a bad situation, or really, truly that lie again, um, we won't go into that, but it's the the pain, it, the pain that's caused in the inner healing that's needed after um, an abortion. I've seen be very, very, very detrimental to the soul health of women.
2: Yeah, a number of the conferences I've been to at Oregon Right to Life, they host a conference every year. On life issues and they invite a number of speakers actually from the internet or from the country of the state and uh, i've seen a number of notable speakers but there's themes that you notice over the years and the the hurdle of getting to healing for women is a a big hurdle faith helps because faith is going to direct you to that grace that mm-hmm. we see in the bible
1: it should grace for you. yes absolutely
2: but all women, all men who've had past participation should know that there is forgiveness and grace in this. Yes, yes. It's available and, and it's helpful to seek it because you don't know the toll it's taking on you. Yes.
1: So there again is to take a moment because my heart is, is healing. Um, and so I just want to take a moment and encourage those of you listening who are Jesus lovers and who are part of um the body of Christ, the church, that we are called to a place of forgiveness and mercy. Uh, and so let us not be those that bring condemnation to um, these women who have made a mistake and are seeking to be to be healed. So I just had to throw that in. I think it's so important.
2: One, well, it helps them. We all know how children are created. Mm-hmm. But uh, it helps. I think uh, once you're past the healing, I think people may have a different life in many ways, mm-hmm. yes. and uh, and that's all a blessing. Yes. And then children can be brought into a family as God intended, mm-hmm. or or however God intends that for each individual. But uh, life is a very valuable thing, and the important thing to remember is that. As you stand here today, we're all former fetuses.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, and I know. I just, I just learned. I think it's interesting that the word "fetus" um, actually means little human or baby, and so uh, I know oftentimes it's it's used to make it not seem as bad, um, but we're really saying the same thing, and so. Yeah,
2: Yeah, so it's it's an important issue. I've listened to speakers from uh, the clergy. Mm -hmm. A lot of times they'll come. They'll have a bishop come. They'll have an evangelical preacher come. But one of the most memorable that I can remember from one of the presentations began his his, uh, speech by gathering the, the attention of the room by announcing, welcome former fetuses. The whole room erupted in laughter because we were all there to discuss life. Uh-huh. And nobody had yet considered the humor <laughs> in that. And yes, that yes. were all yes. That came from a pastor, or a priest, anyway. Yeah,
1: that's great. It's great, but, you know, the most serious, profound things are often said in jest. Yes. And uh, it was a profound statement that he, that he said. So, Jeff, um, I gosh, we've talked a lot and you've brought up so many good things and we have just a limited amount of time today. But if there were something that you would like to kind of finish this up with today, um, what would be on your
2: heart? Well, to see your life as a gift, mainly, and to see yourself as a former fetus. um, We're all blessed with this incredible existence. A lot of times we take it for granted. Um, But our country's been involved in uh, human right causes in the past. We abolished slavery Mm -hmm. in the Revolutionary War. But this form, this abortion, is a form of human servitude, of one human to another. And it's a total form of servitude. And I think it's helpful and healthy for society to see it that way.
1: And to really call it a human rights issue.
2: It is a human rights issue. Yes,
1: and I think that's important to say it that way. Mm
2: -hmm. Every fetus that is aborted would have eventually been a human being.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: But that existence is precious. Even though it isn't precious to us, it's precious to God. Yes, yes. And uh, I think God views this as a a human rights issue.
1: Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I would say if he didn't, he wouldn't have sent his son Jesus, that's for sure.
2: Yes. Well, and I think God wants all of us to be saved. Yes. wants none to be lost.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Well, I don't know why this is so important to me, but at some phase in my life, I started doing a lot of reading online and actually started mm-hmm. blogging back when web TV was a thing. All right. But uh, through that, I encountered pro-life sources of information I began to read fervently Mm -hmm. and that's how I became interested in the topic Uh, it led me to see I think God's perspective a little on this that's good Um, I don't know that I can speak to God's perspective but I know that I see the issue with compassion Mm -hmm. and that I don't think God wants any of these people to be lost
1: Mm -hmm. yes
2: and uh all life is valuable. All fetuses are valuable. All pregnancies are valuable. And uh, the courage to bring that to fruition is a tough thing sometimes, but it always comes with blessing. That's so good. And, uh, it's
1: going to make me cry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but on a positive note, I think there's a lot of positive things that can be accomplished in our society. And on a statewide basis, there are states that are leading uh, the pro-life measures that are saving lives, and that's a measurable thing. Uh, people that would have been aborted in other places are sometimes saved, and they have normal existence. And wow. Everybody lives with that norm. Yes. And so I think there's a lot of room for movement and growth in this area for our society. And you know, I think our country can... Uh, be blessed by that. Yes, definitely. In mighty ways. Yes. When you think about all the ways, not carrying the baggage of maybe having made a decision like that, uh, there's you know, the economic benefits.
1: Of course, we all, all heard the arguments about it, that person, that little person might have become, you know, had the cure for cancer or the could haves yes. that get you know, put out. Um, we've all had that. so I yes, I like that the positive piece.
2: Yeah So I think it's helpful for a society to look towards the future with expectation that we're actually going to make progress. And for anybody who's pro-life out there, I would say just press full ahead people are receptive to this message. Explain to them that they are former fetuses, Mm -hmm. that we all are. That's good. We all enjoy this existence and none of us are privileged to take our neighbor's life. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. So I heard you say something that I was like wanted to cheer and that you, I believe, you said that you felt that this human rights issue would be resolved in our lifetime
2: I did and I've said that actually behind the mic and at podiums before brave. because I think it's important to be optimistic mm-hmm. but I think it's important also to set an expectation yes. of where you hope to be in 10 20 years as a movement um, I, th- I think excellent. with the right people in leadership our society can return to a, 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 a standard that God would be proud of yes. and that would honor the country yes. and its founding yes. and all of the people who live here. Yes.
1: yes, I think that that is an excellent place to draw a close for today.
0: listening to the sanction love podcast our desire is to bring the ratifying love, the binding force of love to individuals with the purpose of increasing intimacy, freedom and identity in Christ. please check us out on our website sanctionlove.com and all of our social media platforms. We would love you to consider partnering with us in taking the ratifying love around the globe. Thank you for listening and see you next time.